1: NBA fans? Welcome back
2: to another episode of Full Court Press. I'm your host, Nick Smith, and this is going to be our kind of like uh, what the hell is happening episode. Uh, it, is, it is officially titled Kimber Freed, Kid Fired, Kevin Furlough, and Kawhi Fed Up because uh, I love my alliteration. Uh, but, uh, but before we get into the show, I am joined, as always, by Jawan and Joelle. What's up, Jawan?
3: What's going on?
2: Oh, nothing much, man. Joel, what's good, man?
4: What is up?
2: Man, I got to ask you on a scale of 1 to 10, how lame is it that Durant said to Capella that he doesn't
4: have to try hard? Oh, very lame. I'm going to say 9.
2: Lane. Yeah, I would say about an eight or a nine. Now I wouldn't go so high as a ten, but I would definitely, like, come on, Duran, you can't say that shit. You were walking out the Golden oh, State. Uh, Jawan, what, what what do you put that at?
3: Um, not as high. Honestly, I thought not only was it hilarious, it was somewhat a. Uh, if you look at it, kind of from where he was trying to come from, uh, with that level of disrespect that he was spewing. It kinda of makes sense, but if you're looking at it from the, the overall picture, he's kinda of doing the same thing. It's kinda of really easy to play with sharpshooters like Clay and Seth. <laughs> well he used we to it's do. really easy it's really easy when you don't have nothing to do but just catch alley oops from James Harden and Chris Paul all day. We know Clint Capella does a little bit more especially defensively yeah. than that. But it was yeah, it, I, I kinda of get what Durant was getting. He's at. a paint
2: protector. He's a paint protector. And he gets, like, what, 11 rebounds a game?
1: Like, yeah. you ain't got nobody yeah, in your squad
2: getting 11 rebounds a game, KD? You think Josh <laughs> is getting 11 rebounds? Fuck no. <laughs> like,
1: he used to. Sorry, I just went off Stephen yeah, A there for a second. At
4: one point, <laughs> yeah, one
2: point he did. Um, hey, man, I got to say, like, Zaza, he used to play for the Hawks. So, I mean, I got a I like, remember. Small, small amount of love for Zaza in my heart. Because when he played for us, he was the same kind of guy. Could he wasn't mean? like, yeah, he was even a little better when he played for us. He was still like a bench player, like he was like seventh, eighth man on our on our squad. Um, but like he always gave really high effort, and he's he's pretty smart player. He's not not supremely athletic. He's he's really strong, but um, I remember when like, he was starting. <laughs> uh, that yeah, in my event.
5: <laughs> yeah, there might have
2: been like one year, but like when, when we get like, I don't know. That was so, before man. the playoff team. Well, no, because we've always We had Horford. I mean, I guess maybe yeah, if Horford was, was I'm playing the four. Before Horford.
1: I don't know. I don't think we had We've had Horford. He was there like, oh, a while ago. Oh,
2: oh, four. Maybe. Um, yeah, man, a while ago <laughs> You would have to be going way back And I don't remember that far back So
1: uh, I'll just take I your word for could.
2: it I'll take your word for it <laughs> <laughs> um, But oh, no I just lost all respect for him When he spit over Russ like that Like I was like nah that was dude, that's not fucking cool That's like Like man like I get it Like you, you're, you're big rivals and like yada 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 But that was just over the line man That was that was too far Um, Oh well and Kawhi and Kawhi, because he did that shit on purpose.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, there ain't no way he did not do that on purpose. He definitely did that on purpose. Um, but anyway, let's jump into it, because we got a shit ton of topics, man. Like, this week has been crazy. Uh, first, let's get into the all-star rosters. So, they have been set uh, in, the, uh, in addition, rather, to the starters of LeBron, Curry, Harden, Giannis, DeRozan, Boogie, AD, Embiid, Kyrie, and KD. Uh, the reserves are Westbrook, Butler, Towns, Clay, Draymond, Dame, and Aldridge from the west, uh, Christoph Spoladipo, Horford, Love, Wall, Beal, and Lowry from the east. Joel, what are your thoughts on the all-star lineups?
4: I'm going to say uh, as predicted, I mean, I, I kind of, Looking at the the lineups, I I got I had that exact lineup in my projections for the East, um, and I think I had the exact thing lineup for the West. So really no surprises here. Um, yeah, I guess uh, paint by number. <laughs> like I kind of figured this was gonna <laughs> go through like this. Um, I'm I'm happy with it because I think they're deserving. I don't I can't say I'm mad at any of the picks. They all deserve to be where they're at. Um, it's not like they voted in Zaza Petrolia like they tried to last year. Um, right. And, you know, although they, although fans luckily. voted heavily for Manu. I saw. I, like I love Ginobili, but come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's, it's, that's why they had to do what they did with them, with like splitting up the votes Absolutely. for like, uh, the media. Uh, they had to do it. They had to because the yeah. fans are ridiculous. They're ridiculous. Yeah, but, are. yeah, I'm cool with it. I, I, I like the lineups.
2: Yeah, I mean, I here's the thing. I, I agree with you in the sense that I don't think you can say any of those guys are not deserving. Um I right. just I just I can't believe Paul George didn't make it, man. Like
1: well, oh, I especially
2: thought you meant just because just I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 I mean I mean everybody. Like oh,
5: like well, okay. cuz
2: like for me, like yeah, I I'm cool with the starters. I mean, I think I would have put Porzingis over Embiid. be um, but that's a coin flip. Like, I, I mean, I yeah, feel like... that was probably
4: my biggest it,
2: one. Yeah, like, but that's that's a straight-up coin flip. Um, I, I think I even said to y'all I would entertain the notion of putting Horford in over both of them, but I've since come off that. Like, you, you can't justify making him a starter with that stat line. Like, I love Horford, and he means so much to that Boston team, and I'm happy that he made the all-star right. team. Because he's kind of like the Draymond Green of the East. Like, his numbers don't wow you, but his... His importance is so significant, and he's on the number one right. team in the East. So he's the second best right. player on the number one team in the East. So I, I think he deserves him. And
4: um, Kyle Lowry got that nod because of the where their teams are at. Yeah, absolutely, because of where their teams at.
2: Like you're not putting Kemba Walker over him because Charlotte is right. is terrible. I
1: had so, I, I,
2: right. I y'all would think this is funny. Uh, there was a uh, there was somebody on the uh, Atlanta Hawks page that I follow who said. Uh, John Wall getting in over Dennis Schroeder was a complete travesty and a disgrace. What?
1: <laughs> Who said yeah. that? Oh my god! We, well, we got Homer. some homers on that Homer. page, man. We got some Homer. mad homers, <laughs> yeah, oh my yeah. God. <laughs> like almost
2: everybody on the page laughed at it, but it was it was still like uh, it, it made me chuckle. <laughs> um, but not, man. Like she even even still, I think I think they're like. I don't think anybody who made the team, it, you can just like say, "Well, that that person didn't deserve to make the team." Um, even Kyle Lowry, as much as Jawan's probably going to dispute that and tell us like four other Eastern Conference players who who deserved it over him. Um, but <laughs> nevertheless, like I, still, Paul George, to me, like it, here's the thing: like the way that that roster is the biggest thing to me is the way that roster is constructed. Um, you already have like four bigs on that team. I would put Paul George over Cat. What do you think about that, uh, Joel? Before we get to Joel, over Cat, over Cat, over Paul uh, Anthony
4: Towns. Uh-huh. I guess I could definitely. I think I could roll with that. I think I could roll with that. I, I, looking at, let me look at my part, my projections. But yeah, if I had to pick, Paul George definitely got snubbed. I think Lou Williams got snubbed in my opinion. Um, yeah, but Lou turned it on, like, Lou had been consistent know, all
2: season, and he turned it on over the last, like, six weeks, um, but I, I do agree with this, <laughs> if if there's ever, like, if there's ever a situation where a guy's just balling out, and, and you, like, you don't know if he'll ever, like, have a season that good, like, I liked, like, last right. year when DeAndre Jordan made it, like, I, I didn't necessarily agree with it, but I was like, you know what? This will probably be the only time that. he ever makes an all-star game. So, yeah, like, right. it, you don't want the guy to be Mike Connolly and never make an all-star game because Lord knows if you look at Mike Connolly's career, it, it, dude should have made at least one all-star game. Um, at the very least, but, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I mean, he deserved one. Um, and Lou Williams is having that kind of season. Like, the thing is, if he played in the East, he would have made it. Like, you could easily put Lou Williams over Kyle Lowry. Um, which, which,
4: yeah, um, let me yeah. go to
2: you, Juwan. Um, you got my back on this. I don't. We haven't been able to quite sell Joel on this. But shouldn't you just pick the 24 best players? Like, what, if Absolutely. there is no East and West... So why does it fucking matter? Just give us the 24 best players, and like then maybe we could get Lou Williams and Paul George, and then, you know, dump Kyle Lowry and, I don't know, John Wall or somebody else from the East, you know, who, who may not have deserved it. Like, don't you think that would be the better well, way to go?
3: Well, yes, to, to start. Yes, I do. Uh, that's exactly what I was going to start with saying. Uh, just pick the best players. That's it. You're only picking the best players. You're not picking the best players from the East and the West, just the best players. Um, but, yeah, I think I, at this point I'd take Toronto's Talboy over Cal Lowry. Um, but, yeah, no. when, <laughs> when you look at uh, who was what? selected for the starters and the reserves for uh, the East and the West, it's it's pretty it's pretty accurate. to kind of what we all assumed it would be. Um, I honestly uh, don't get how Clay made it over Paul George. I, I mean, I, I get it, I get it. He's on Golden State. Draymond made it, Durant made it, Steph made it. So why not throw Clay in there? Um, but Paul George, uh, yeah. his numbers are a little better than Clay, not by much. I think it's only by a hair in each uh, department as far as points, rebounds, and assists. Yeah, um, and Paul, Paul George,
2: George like definitely. people need to keep this in mind. He's shooting forty three percent from
3: three this season. Like, and he leaves yeah. the league in steals. Like, he's yeah. yeah. not an all and what? honestly, honestly, yeah, as much bullshit. as this might hurt, as much as this might hurt Damian Lillard's feelings, um, if Chris Paul didn't miss that significant amount of time, Damian yeah. Lillard doesn't make this this all star team. Like at yeah. all. I think you well, right. uh, and, and, and here's another thing that I think is
2: kind of important because I've kind of gotten into the argument with people because um, I've, I've been a big proponent that I would have put my, my biggest gripe is I would have put Paul George over Carl Anthony Towns. Nothing against Carl Anthony Towns. I think he's a great, great young player. He just doesn't play defense. No. Um, and he's figuring it out, but he's not there yet. And somebody even tried to tell me that. Uh, he was the best player on their team, which is absurd. Like Jimmy Butler is undoubtedly the best player on that team um, right now. I mean, I think Cap might uh, might you know get overall be a better player throughout his career than Jimmy Butler, but that's yet to be seen. We're talking about this year, um, and 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 like my argument for for that is like if you're going to say, well, they they have the third, they they're currently sit at third in the West. Um, so they deserve two players. Well, then why the fuck didn't Chris Paul get in there? They sit at second, mm-hmm. and in like, and like Chris Paul's better than Cap. Like, I'm sorry, he's just like Cap's not there yet. He's not. Uh, he's not. He's he plays in the West. If he played in the East, yes, he would make it.
3: But like, you play in the West, like you're not. You're not there yet. I mean, uh, as as I look at a few uh, a few people that I think uh, kind of got snubbed. As far as numbers, I get winning matters, but if we're only yeah. talking numbers, I would have had Andre Drummond in there.
1: Um, me too.
3: Yeah, I, I
4: had him. Back I would too. have
3: had, and this is something a lot of people told me I, I was crazy about, but I definitely would have had Goran Dragic for the reason you brought up, Nick. If you yeah. see a guy having a really good season and their team is winning, and you know that's a, that's the kind of guy that won't get this chance again, you have to yeah, give him like a number. Yeah,
2: he's thirty-two. Yeah.
3: Exactly, he's winning, yeah, yeah. and he's he's yeah. he's putting up really good numbers. So yeah, it's and like the Heat the heater half game out of third good. place, and they didn't get a single yeah. all-star. Absolutely, like, I, I completely yeah. agree with that. I would take I would take Kyle Lowry out and put in Goran Dragic, and that's not See, because Kyle
4: Lowry was a Kyle better, Lowry. No, like, and right to
3: now, me that makes perfect
1: sense.
4: <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Kyle Lowry is better well, well yeah, no, he's, he's
3: a, only, he's only leading
4: Goran Dragic in rebounds and close. assists. No, yeah, he's and, only
2: and leading Goran Dragic in rebounds
3: and assists.
2: And here's what I'm saying. Because it is close, like, wouldn't you want to have more representation from more teams? You already got DeRozan. He's a starter. Like, why wouldn't yeah. you give the nod to a guy like Dragic and have the Heat represented if it is that close? And, like, the, like, yeah, Toronto's second, but the Heat are fourth in one game out of – or half game out of third, like – like I think that mm-hmm. I think there's a really good argument to be made for, or even John Wall. Like one or the other, because I mean, if you want to go that direction, maybe you put Dragic over John Wall. Like because um, Beal yeah. Beal's definitely having the better season out of he and John Wall this season so far.
3: Yeah, um, and the, yeah. So, the yeah. last guy, the last guy, I think should have at least gotten, uh, you know, more recognition. Uh, the only reason he's not is because his team is just like the, the purest form of garbage. But Devin Booker's Devin Booker. stats this yeah. season are not something mm-hmm. to sleep on. Like literally are not something to sleep on. And the fact that it seems like he didn't even really get serious, uh, you know, votes in an all-star. Yeah. I do think the only three people that can literally say – well, four people, I'm sorry. That can literally say they were uh, snubbed is Paul George. Devin Booker, Andre Drummond, and Goran
1: Dragic.
3: Um.
4: Oh, the first. Yeah. I agree with the first three really, at least. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and, and you don't I, agree and with Dragic,
3: Joel.
4: I think you get in, but it's so close. I mean, you can't really argue with like Lowry and Dragic. <laughs> well, I can't yeah. really um, yeah, argue. with what about with John, John Wall? Wall? What about John yeah, Wall?
3: Yeah. What about John, about John Wall? A better saying? statistical year than uh, both of them. So I can't really yeah. argue John Wall over those over Yeah, those but dudes. he so played many games.
2: He was out for like 10 games,
3: wasn't he? Oh, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Hear me John out. Wall. Hear me out. I'm saying I'm yeah. saying the only reason I wasn't arguing John Wall is because 19.3 points per game and nine and a half yeah. assists per game. That's yeah, he's than such Kyle a good And Goran he's good, man. That's the only reason. So, Joel, when Any I was saying, defense. that's why I said it's, it's honestly, and this isn't, this isn't my hate for Kyle Lowry at all, I just think oh a guy man. like Gordon Dragic who won't get this chance again, I think, you know, since you already have DeRozan in there, why can't Gordon Dragic just get no, this I, one No, I agree year? with
4: you. I'm, That's just, all I'm, I'm saying. just saying it's, it's not, like, a definite snub compared to the other three. Like, I think Drummond got snubbed. Well, see, snub. I would say Paul he's George more of a snub, snub than Devin
1: Booker,
2: though. Like, I, I get I'm it. So if feel bad you're for just Devin Booker, if you're just going yeah. by stats, fine. But, yeah. like, you know that whole offense just runs through Devin Booker. I mean, it's like, um, Perfect. what would be a good example? Like, I can't They're even really think of one. Well, yeah, but, like, but like, we can't, like, pretend that, that Devin Booker is like Kevin Garnett when he was, like, playing for the Timberwolves. Or, like, DeMarcus Cousins right. was last year when, you know, he oh, was right. on Oh, right, that's the team. another good one. Like, right. you, you can't. You can't put him on that level. He's just not. He's like he's not.
4: Not super I don't think yet. Oh,
2: uh, I say yet. borderline. Nah. I say I say borderline. He's up there. Um, he's up there. Yeah, like if, if there's like put it this way, um, like out of everybody who's still on their rookie contract, I think he is the best player who didn't make an All Star game. I think we can yeah. all agree there. I, I can't, but like, yeah, I can't but like, that. I wouldn't even put him in over Cat. Like, I would put Paul George in over Cat, but or, or maybe even yeah. Chris Paul. But I wouldn't put Devin Booker over Cat. Would definitely. Well, wouldn't I put him over the most Seeing it's R
4: indeed. Right, I look at the numbers, and I look at the record, and then I go from there and see where it's at. That's well, usually how I look at. Well, it. Well, that's
3: why I was saying. Yeah. That's why I was saying if uh, if you're only going off of numbers, I was only right. speaking in terms of. People that should feel like they got snubbed. Devin Booker has really good numbers. And I, I, I get everything you were saying. I don't disagree with anything uh, you were saying, Nick. Uh, and I do get that when they vote, winning does matter to, uh, to a lot of people when they're voting. So I get that. Sure. I'm just saying, for the, the numbers that he's putting up, I can understand why he'd feel as though he, you know, he got snubbed. I, I can understand sure. that. But I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean he should have made it. I think the other guys have a better case. For uh, for why they should make it because they're not only putting up numbers, but they are also uh, producing W's. But I I, I get right. I get the point that you're making, Nick. I don't disagree with that at all.
2: Yeah, yeah. The Kings just need to get their shit. I um, not the Kings. Well, them too.
3: But the Suns just <laughs> need to get their shit
2: together, man. The Suns have enough yep. young talent. They need to pull a, like this off season. They need to pull a Minnesota Timberwolves, and they need to make a big splash like the Timberwolves did and basically say, we'll trade off some of this young talent and fill the roster needs that we need to fill and put a, a competent team together. Cause they don't have that right now. They don't have a starting caliber point guard. They don't have a starting caliber center. Um, they have two great young power forward prospects. Uh, they have two young, small forward prospects and they have Devin Booker like And they have a shit ton of draft picks. Like, Make mm-hmm. some moves and make your team like decent because you have you have the assets to do it. And yeah. like, let's be honest, your Phoenix, stuff. your Phoenix, your goal should be to make the fucking playoffs and maybe to win a series. Like, your goal, you go, you ain't like this ain't the fucking days of Kevin Johnson and Charles Barkley. You ain't getting back to the finals for a long time. Do you really want to sit in mediocrity for, or I'm sorry, at the bottom of the barrel for? X amount more years and just waste away Devin Booker's, like, early career. Like, no, dude. Like, you you can make some moves. You can totally make some moves and get uh, a playoff team constructed with what you have. Um, so, I think, I think they need to, like, figure their shit out this offseason because with the amount of cap space they'll have with Greg Monroe coming off the books and Alex Lynn coming off the books, um, plus – uh, you know, having uh, all of the assets that they have, they need they need to do something. Um, but anyway, uh, and then you know, when they're a six seed and Devin Booker's putting up those numbers, it won't even be a question. He'll definitely get in. So um, I think yep. that's more on that. I think that's more on that organization than anything else. But let's move on because we got a ton of stories. Um, I, I, but real quick before we do. Um, uh, let me just throw this out there. Uh, I think we all agree that Paul George is the biggest snub, but who's your second biggest snub, Joel?
4: Mother Jesus. I've got to say, <laughs> I think I'm leaning. <laughs> I think I'm leaning Drummond. Drummond. Yeah. Drummond? I hear you.
2: Uh, Joel. Uh, I'm sorry, Jawan.
3: Yeah, same thing.
2: Yeah, uh, I probably
3: wouldn't say Drummond.
2: Um, he's having a really, really good career. I honestly like putting Tobias Harris on the team more than Drummond. I know that sounds a little crazy, but but Harris has had a really, mm, really, I really see good it. season. Um, he mm-hmm. doesn't play Nick. a of defense, though, and Drummond is a defensive, <laughs> like, like he, he's
4: he's a pain protector. A double-double but, there. Nick, four, 14
3: what? and 15 you don't think needs to be yeah. on an all-star team?
4: Yeah, man, come on.
3: I mean,
2: yeah, I guess. I mean, fourteen points ain't that much. Um, it's certainly not twenty it's not and a 15, score. You know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I he, know. Has I'm just a lot. he has He
1: has yeah. done a job. <laughs> I, I, I
2: don't know. I... <laughs> ah, nice way to way to tie it all back. Way to tie it all back. Um, yeah, I'm I'm probably gonna uh, say, I, man, I think. Jawan, you've convinced me of Dragic, man Like, I think I think, Just given how good The Heat have been, and, and I will say This, part of this is, is Just me admitting that I thought the Heat Were not going to be good this year um, And so, <laughs> them being This good has utterly surprised Me. Hey, y'all, I got The Heat wrong, but I got the Pacers right So give me a fucking break um, We, but, we uh, never said they
4: were going to be bad We just didn't think they were going to be that good Dude, I yeah. think you had him yeah, at yeah. like
2: eleventh in the east,
4: Joel. Like come no, on. Had them at, I had him like at nine or like ten.
2: Uh, eight, I think. Nine, 10. One of y'all had him one of y'all had him at eleven. I remember that shit because I was like eleven. I had him at eleven.
3: Okay, yeah, 11. you had him at eleven. I'm gonna be yeah I'm gonna be completely honest. You know, like, can any can any of us say we saw Victor Oladipo having the season no. that he's having now? No, not we at thought all. he was gonna have no. that again. I the season? no. No, and yeah, I won't so that's i why try to
2: take credit. In that, but I did think
3: they had a. <laughs> I did think they had a
2: well <laughs> well put together roster. Um, I said that from yeah, the start. I, I, I like their that. roster
3: I want to um, argue that but but if you asked me the like, Oladipo not, be an All Star, I would have never guessed it. No, no, I, I yeah. definitely didn't think so. Especially
1: on the <laughs> like, no. Paul
4: George.
3: Yeah, that's <laughs> the even crazier thing.
2: Even if he's in the East and George is in the West. Um, but no, I think I think I'm gonna go I think uh, like I, I think that's a. That's one that I I feel like I would pick him over Lowry just because like like I said they're both deserving but just because like the Heat don't have any All Stars that's that's a little crazy for a number four team is there yeah. like what's the what's the uh the top what five teams in the West all have All Stars mm-hmm. right yeah yeah probably um, yeah definitely because Golden State Houston. Uh, Minnesota, uh, San Antonio, and uh, OKC all have All-Stars. Uh, and then right. in the East, you got Boston has All-Star. Cleveland has all, two All-Stars, or Boston has two. Uh, Toronto has two. Uh, Washington has two. And you're going to tell me Miami doesn't get one? Nah. yeah, <laughs> like Dragas should be a yeah. that, That's my case. That's my case. I think Dragas is I don't, in the second I don't biggest
5: fan. I'm
2: not disagree. Fair enough. All right, well, let's move on because, like I said, we got a shit ton of stuff to talk about. Kemba Walker is officially on the trading block, just as I predicted all season he would be. But is he really? Let's get into it. The Mm -hmm. Hornets reportedly want to attach one of their less desirable contracts in a Kemba deal, and MJ recently came out and stated that he wants a player of the same caliber as Walker in the deal. Good luck with that, MJ. So you want to... So basically, you want to trade Walker and attach Batum's twenty five million dollar contract, and get back okay. a player that's as good as Kimba Walker. Okay, yeah, God. Okay, I got a theory about this. I don't think they're gonna trade Kimba. Like I know I've been saying it like like all year, but I think I think to me this is Michael Jordan trying to to basically, and maybe not even Michael Jordan, maybe it's more the GM, but I think, you know, Michael Jordan probably has a lot of influence on a lot of decisions there, it would be my guess. But I think he's trying to use this as a way for the team to rally around Kimba Um, because there's still Mm -hmm. only like five games out of the eight seed um, because the East is just so wide open in the middle of the pack. Um, Mm -hmm. I think he might be using this as like a rallying, things for the team to come together and try to win games and then of course you had like the the game after this whole spiel came out you had Dwight Howard fouling Kelly Olenek with like point two seconds flat on the clock in the bonus <laughs> but nevertheless Dwight Howard's never been the one to handle pressure well um <laughs> what, what do you think about all this fucking shit Jawan like, it, it, like
1: what, what
2: Whatever, go. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. <laughs>
1: um,
3: I don't. I, I I honestly think um, this was a story that they didn't necessarily uh, want to get out. But every time uh, a GM thinks a trade, <laughs> a trade won't get out, it usually always does. Um, which yeah. usually makes people think that they uh, they put it out themselves because that's not a well kept secret. Anytime you're trying to trade a player of that caliber, um, right. I think, I think he honestly – I think a lot of teams with uh, players of, of Kimba's uh, talent, a lot of teams are looking at what Boston was able to do. Um, they had more leverage in that, in that Brooklyn pick, and that, that ultimately is what helped them get Kyrie. But it was kind of like a swindle. Uh, <laughs> they gave them an injured well, player and in, in Jay Crowder and got Kyrie from it. So <laughs> a lot of teams are like, well, how can we do that with uh some of our, our our better players and it's not that easy. Um so I, I honestly do believe if someone offered um the the Hornets something respectable, I can't think of something off the top of my head, but something respectable cuz I believe uh if I'm not mistaken MJ did say um you know, not only did he say he would only trade him for an All-Star, he also said he'd be he'd be open to offers. So it's like you're gonna answer phone calls regardless of what right. the person is gonna yeah. offer you. So sure. he is on the trading block. So don't make it sound like, oh no, that's false. He's not on trade. He is on the trading block. Um, so that's why I, I don't think it, it's necessarily a rallying. I think because of Kimba's response to the reports of him wanting to be traded, Jordan had to backpedal a little bit because what sure. you don't want yeah. is your star player. To, what you don't want is your star player to quit on you. And if right. I'm Kimber Walker, that's one of the things I absolutely would have thought about doing. Um, so for you to backpedal well, and but say, here's the thing, "Well, I'll if only you trade... really don't
2: if you really don't want right. to be traded, then you need to win." Like that's the thing. No, it's not like but it's not like the bar is think that high. Losing... in Charlotte make the playoffs. Like that's
3: all they're yeah, I, do. I don't think they're um, I don't think they're losing is is because of Kimba. That's um, true. That's true. I, I, I don't know what the issue necessarily is with that team, but I think where they are in in not being, like, the worst team in the East is solely because of Kimba. Um, Right. So, I I mean, the way I look at it is I think Jordan was backpedaling in a way to kind of make Kimba feel better is saying, well, I'll only trade him if you'll give me Kawhi Leonard back. So then, you know, so so that's to let the franchise know like, oh well, there is no trade good enough to send Kimbo away. So, you right. know, it's to make the player feel a little bit better, but if someone came out with a really good trade, whether it's draft picks or, or you know, younger players or whatever, I honestly do think Michael Jordan would pull the trigger on it. Damn you just
2: gave me an idea, Jawan. Like, all right, give me <laughs> give me give me Kim, give me Kimba Walker, give me Malik Monk. Give me um, uh, Frank Kaminsky, and Dwayne Bacon, and two first round picks, and I'll give
1: you Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> 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 uh, no, of course I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Like I, I w- we'll get to this
2: later. But like, Joel sent me the the information when when the news broke about Kawhi, um, like being like like wanting out of San Antonio. And he was like, all right, Nick, go crazy. And I was like, I ain't even going to fucking bother. San Antonio ain't trading <laughs> Kawhi Leonard. <Right? laughs> are you fucking kidding me? That is not going to happen. But uh, but anyway, uh, what's your thoughts on the whole Kemba thing, uh, Joel? Well,
4: let me start by saying uh, Charlotte, uh, I think, at least in the East Eastern Conference, are, are my most disappointing team this season. I had yes. them making the playoffs. I like their loss there and they're just yeah. completely disappointed for, like, the third season in a row. I don't know if it was the third yeah. or the second season, but they did have that one playoff series, uh, or they did make the playoffs that one time. Two years ago. And Courtney Lee. Was that two years ago? All right, so that's what I mean. And I thought they would just build off of that. And I'm like, okay, yeah. they got something here, and Kemba's awesome. Right. Let's do it. And they just completely sank and kept sinking. And I even Absolutely. like the coach. I like Clifford. Um, it's just, just so disappointing that, yeah, I think it's time to move on. And start over because it's just obviously not where nothing you're doing is helping, and you lock yourself up financially, so you don't yeah, really have you're a lot 1.
2: of $1.7 million shy of the luxury tax, like you can't exactly. be a luxury tax team if you're not even making the playoffs.
4: Exactly, and yeah, that's why I think he will be traded. I'm not sure when, uh, probably that's a trade done. It hopefully, you know, luckily, or not luckily, but. Hopefully for them, they can figure out something. Hopefully for Kemba, it's somewhere worth going. Uh, like I don't want him to get stuck somewhere that he doesn't want to be. Yeah. But you know, it's yeah. not really his choice. But if they like him right. at all, <laughs> they'll send him somewhere he can flourish for you know maybe his future.
2: Let me um, let me ask you let me ask you this like mm-hmm. if 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 you're the Knicks front office and they and right. Charlotte calls you up and they want to give you Kemba. But they want back Frank Nilakina. No picks, just Frank Nilakina and a few straight other players up. to make the money work. Oh. yeah, straight up. Do you do you take that deal?
4: Yeah. If it's just him and no bad contract comes back, or no contract, yeah. no bad like, contract Yeah, because
2: because yeah. that's the thing. Like if I'm the Knicks, <laughs> I'm not even entertaining the notion of taking any bad contracts. Like if you want, yeah. if, if, if if I'll give you a young stud prospect point guard. So I think all of mm-hmm. us are still really high on, um, especially me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> but like I mean, say so like him, McDermott, and uh, let's say I want I want Hernan Gomez too. All
4: right. Still don't think it's enough financially, but you probably could uh, some, throw someone else in there. Um, yeah, so wait, hold
2: else on. in there? Just to make, we, maybe like Michael Beasley or something, like somebody just to make the money work. Who you don't
4: Lance like? Care quick about.
1: question.
3: <laughs> quick sure. Question, well, quick Lance Thomas there. got
2: three years though, but but go ahead.
4: Does he?
3: Quick question. Would we need yeah. to? Would we need to take Batum back in return? No. See, I think that's,
4: that's the I only think,
3: thing. Well, here's
2: my thing. I don't think I don't think New York is in a position to do that. Like they don't have the contracts that would warrant. Like I mean, I guess at least Batum is four years and like like let's say this, let's say this. That's if I'm New York, contract. I'd be like, sure, I'll take Batum's four-year, hundred-plus million-dollar contract. You take Joe Kim mm-hmm. Noah's seventy-eight million-dollar three-year contract. You're still no, paying I less agree. money, you know? Like, yeah. but you gotta meet us halfway. Like, I'm not taking right. his contract and there. giving you back like Courtney Lee, who's valuable to me. Um, Lance like, Thomas, who's not like I, I don't know
1: shit about like Lance Quinn. Thomas. Uh
2: yeah, Kyle Quinn, but he's only making like four and a half million. Like you're gonna have to gut in your whole roster to take on Batoon's no, contract. Really. Um yeah, okay. because like so so my thing is it's this, true. like you gotta you have to take back Noah. Um and like
1: you
4: if to. you're
2: rebuilding, you what to. does it fucking matter? Like you're cutting you're cutting oh, like
4: thirty
2: million dollars in payroll. Um, because Batum is making like twenty four million dollars this year, and uh, Noah is making like eighteen, um, and Noah's only signed for three years, where Batum is four. So like, that's I was, something that like. And but but I, I think was, way differently. I think I think I think I think I think way differently than owners. Like it, like people like th- like there are so many people who are just like. Luau Deng and Joe Kim Noah are untradeable. No, they're, to me, they're not. You just, like, you have to find the right team, like like a a team like Charlotte, who's like, God, we have got to not pay Nick Batum for the next four years, $100 million. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all right, well, would you rather pay Joe Kim Noah three years, 60
1: million? dollars? Like, that sounds a little better, yeah. right? Like, one year I mean, less, less so and cheaper, too.
3: One year what less and cheaper, yeah. The, the biggest reason why I asked that was, uh, in, in Joel, the, when when I look at it, Kemba Walker, Hardaway, Batum, Prezengas, Cantor, mm-hmm. that's a team I could wrap my mind around um, putting together wins. Right, putting together wins. And if you're telling right. me that's the team that I had to look forward to going into next year, I'm not looking at that like, oh, man, we definitely have to make changes. I'm looking at that like that is a step in the right direction of keeping Chris Stops, making him happy, putting something around right. him that can yeah. produce wins. So that's the only reason why I asked, uh, would we take back Fatoum? And you guys kind of found a way to make the money work. So, I mean, if I'm Charlotte, yeah. that's definitely a phone call I'm making. And if I'm the Knicks, I'm looking at
4: Frank. it's is not a bad player. I'm looking, I think he's not at all. I think all. if he's, I'm Charlotte. He's a, very,
3: he's a very serviceable player.
4: Yeah, I
2: think if I'm Charlotte, I am, I am going to try and push for that first rounder, though. I'll give it. I'll give it top. Top. I'll give it lottery <laughs> protected. Like I'll, I'll say we'll we'll make it lottery protected. Um, but if I'm yeah, taking like, like Joe Kim Noah, who is absolutely worthless. Um, right. Like, and I I might even leave Hernan Gomez on the table, so that way you got a third string center. Um, but like I definitely like I want Milikina. I wanna. I want a draft pick. I want a first rounder. Um, I'll take back Noah. Um, and then, like, McDermott, maybe that makes the money work, or it comes close enough, and then you, you take that. No it makes Timba, 17 Timba let me think, hold on, 12, 12 well, and,
4: 12, and it's only going to be 125%. 20,
2: 20 pull up the NBA trade machine, plug that shit in real quick.
4: <laughs> I put one in yesterday, and it worked out. And it was, like, Noah and somebody. I just oh, you, you were already thinking Noah, weren't you? <laughs> I definitely was. I'm not taking that contract without giving up Noah.
2: <laughs> no, I agree. I agree 100%. And that's funny that we came to that, that conclusion, like, via independent invention because, like, <laughs> y- yeah, there ain't no way. It is not, like, yeah, you just can't take on a contract like that unless you're giving back, uh, like, a contract. That, that hangs, like, if, we, if we
4: were to do it and we could do it, it would definitely handcuff us. In the future, we're kind of stuck with four people, <laughs> like, right. finally, like, yeah. taking up the bulk of the money, you know? And, like, you got to pay KP right. at some point, you know? Right. Yeah, you got to well, pretty I mean, much, I, I mean I, pay him next year. honestly. Honestly, oh, yeah. if you look you at go. it, Joel,
3: if, if you look at it and you look at the, the climate of the upcoming free agents, the likelihood that New York is able to land any of them, I look at that lineup and I say, well, if I'm tied to something, I'd rather be tied to a lineup I believe could at least produce wins. Uh, because I do not feel as though New York is going to get uh, a top-tier free agent. Or anyone that's okay. going to necessarily change the franchise. So I do I got it. with Kimba and Batum to, to help make that team better. Yeah, yeah. see, okay. here, I got it. Uh, just throw
2: in Ron Baker. So Kimba Walker, and Batum, uh, and Charlotte gets Joe Kim Noah, Ron Baker, Frank Nilakina, Doug McDermott, and a uh, lottery protected first-rounder. You're making the
1: yep. playoffs
4: this year. I'm fine
1: with that. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah, I mean definitely. you're definitely making the right playoffs this year. Yeah,
4: I that's mean that's, we want, right at Darrell? that point you have to now. <laughs> you got to do yeah, it.
2: Yeah, see I think I I really do think it all comes down to like if Charlotte's willing to take Miller. And and here's the thing like for Charlotte, um they're reducing their payroll by almost 6 million dollars, so like 5 5.5 5 million dollars this season. Mm-hmm. Um McDermott's expiring. Mila Keen is young mm-hmm. so they're going to keep him. Ron Baker's got a player option for, like, $4.5 million, which he'll accept next year. But after that, he's gone. Um, and you got to keep Noah for two more years. But, like, Noah's making $4.5 million less than Nicholas Batum. Uh, yeah, $4.5 million, Um, this season. And so that stands to reason that that would be the same case the next two seasons. And then you don't have to have that on your payroll the season after that, like, Yep. I don't know. That's 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 reasonable to it me. Works. Like if you're Charlotte, like you both. get a you get a. And let me throw this out there too, because I think Aquina and Malik Monk, like Malik Monk is an undersized two guard, and Frank Akina is an oversized one. Like pairing those two together mm-hmm. with Neil Akina's defense and Malik Monk shooting, could be something to build your team around in the future.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if if you're Charlotte. The way you have to look at it is if you can get a bunch of young players and groom them to become something special, that's what you have to do because not a lot of people are knocking on Charlotte's door uh, as free agents. So you building from your youth is the best way to go about building that franchise back up. And if you're the New York Knicks, getting a talent like Kimba Walker that can help score Mm -hmm. alongside Chris Stops and a guy like Batum who can occasionally knock down that corner three when you need him to, that will definitely yeah, hard propel the Knicks upward. Uh, and Hardaway, yeah, but I was just talking about the, the, the new uh the new acquisitions. Um gotcha. you would definitely uh propel the, the Knicks upward, which is where this franchise is looking to go. And if it ties you up a little bit on the back end, you take that if that team is better, uh is a better um you know uh, And I'll throw this is is playing better on the court.
2: I'll He's throw wrong. this out there too. Um I, I think I don't think Batum is unmovable. Um like his contracts really bad. I can tell you that. Um but like yeah. let me say this like what if what if Denver was willing to give you Wilson Chandler and Kenneth Farid for Batum because they thought Batum he's a, I think he's like a, maybe 6 months younger than Wilson Chandler. Um he's better than Wilson mm-hmm. Chandler. Um, and mm-hmm. maybe they feel like he would fit their team better. He's more of a uh team oriented defense kind of guy I know uh, Chandler, uh, he not that Chandler he's dead <laughs> but like I'm just saying like there's options out there like the tomb is not unmovable you're just not going to get any assets back for him
4: he's right. like a better version of Boris DL <laughs> yeah
2: yeah and he's yeah. well and, he, and yeah. he's and he, you know he doesn't really play the same position, but yeah No. Yeah, exactly, man, you're saying that because they're both to. Frenchmen
4: <laughs> no, but D.L. used to play small forward, and guard. he was point guard at one point, was yeah Was he? Damn. Yeah.
2: So that motherfucker's played every
3: position in the NBA. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Damn. Talk, yeah, about, but uh, honestly, no. talk honestly, about journeyman. Before we move on, Nick, before we move yeah. on, I will say this, because I know for a fact the Knicks and the Hornets listen to this show. Please make yeah. that trade immediately before the Knicks fall <laughs> <laughs> yeah, too exactly. far. <laughs> Before they <laughs> fall too far, that even Kimba Walker can't resurrect uh, this team. When is the deadline? Well, and I'll say immediately. And I'll I'll say this,
2: um, you know, just just throwing this out there. Um, if if you want to try to stay competitive, Charlotte. Um, you know, we'll, we'll give you Dennis Schroeder <laughs> and, uh, oh we want Frank Mielekchina, Ron Baker, and Doug McDermott out of the deal to make the money work. But like, we'll, we'll give you no, Dennis Schroeder. Nothing. <laughs> <Hey.
1: you, man. laughs> no, Come on, man. Yeah. Give
2: me Frank. a want him. I want him Uh, no, 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 like, you, I mean, you, no, I'm not, I'm just Jake saying, like, I'm saying for Charlotte, Charlotte, like, they can have Dennis Schroeder, and we, and so no. that way we get Frank Nilakina out of the deal, and they oh, can keep the funny. pick, like, yeah,
1: well. <laughs> well, try. wait,
3: would we still get Kimba? Yeah, you yeah. still get Kimba. Oh, okay, that's all I care about, fine, then whatever. Yeah, no, I mean, it would, <laughs> it, like it would be stupid, it would be really
2: stupid for Charlotte, sure. like, I could see you guys actually, um, not the two of you. But I could see Nick brass like making a move to get someone like Schroeder for like a win now move. Um, the Kimball Walker would make so much more sense, even though he's a little bit older. He's just better um, and cheaper. Uh, well, at least for the next two years. Um, right. But uh, but like if 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 Charlotte made that move, then they would that would, it would be utterly stupid for them to to. Be looking at getting a player like sure you would want to have the contract control of Frank Aquino. Yeah,
4: well, um, young guys, man.
2: Yeah, well, and that's my thing, dude. I want the contract control of Frank Aquino. I mean, I think he's going to be great, but also like you, you've got him guaranteed for like three more years than you, you got Schroeder. So like that's right, that for right. me is a big key. Um, but anyway, uh, let's move on. Uh, well, real quick before we do, um, like I'm not. A little, like, let's not get too heavy into the to the. um like deals, but is there any other teams that y'all would like to see Kimba go to? I I really like Denver. Um, I'm not sure. Like, I I have constructed a trade, of course. <laughs> I don't have it in front of me, so I don't remember exactly what it was. But I just think like Kimba in Denver with like with you know Jokic and Gary Harris and um and like that that core uh the the like those three guys in particular um could be very effective. Um I think they made a huge mistake in signing Paul Millsap to a thirty million dollar contract. Um luckily mm. I think there's a I think there's a, a third year team option. Um well he's been hurt most of the year. So like I know. I mean it's granted tough. you couldn't predict that, but like <laughs> the thing is no. like first of all, you traded what what the the draft pick that became Donovan Mitchell um, for Trey Lyles and um what became yeah. Tyler Wyden. <laughs> um oh my and, God,
4: yeah. That was a terrible yeah,
2: thing. Yeah, that's so bad. Um, but like the thing is, like, ne- never mind that though, but like uh, if you could get if you could get Kimba on that team, um and maybe even like I think my deal was essentially like it involved like Kimba and Batum. And then I think Charlotte got back, like, Moutier, Reed and Chandler to make the money work because both Fareed and Chandler are expiring next season. Um, and okay. uh, a first-round draft pick unprotected. Um, I, I, I think that's a – like, it depends on what other offers are out there because I think, I think there's, like, half the teams in the league would be interested in Kemba Walker. Like, either you – like don't have a quality point guard or Kimball Walker is better than what you got. So um right. so I mean I, de- I definitely think there's like a ton of teams out there who would be interested in him. So that's to me that's gotta make your offers um it's got it's got to raise the level of your offers. Um and the fact that he's got two years left and he's not expiring this year I think is huge. Um so like my 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 kind of pick where I, I think he would really work well would be a team like Denver. I'm not sure what that would mean for Jamal Murray. Well, he is more of a two-guard, but he's actually played better at the one because Jokic like, runs that offense. Jokic is like that point, point, point center. Like, so, right. But I think but I think Kemba could work well in that system, too, and he's just a little better than Jamal Murray. Um, my friend Daniel, who's a big Nuggets fan, would totally crucify me for this though, because he thinks Jamal Murray is like the next best young player. Um,
1: which I mean, maybe, maybe he's. Right. I think he's
2: a little. I think he's a little bit of a homer, but but like he he's really high a on little. the guy. A little bit, yeah. Um, but uh, but no, I mean, where was if you could pick a team other than New York, where would you like to see him go, Joel? Jazz, maybe.
4: I think you made a. I think uh, jazz, of course. <laughs> um, but no, I think you made a good point with the Nuggets. The Nuggets are right there too. They can use a little boost, especially with Mel being out. They're like they They're struggling to stay at the eighth spot. They're fighting with the Clippers at this point, and in, in Portland right. and, and Utah. Well, not Utah really. Could Utah the bottom, but. Um, yeah, they, they they want to make the playoffs. I thought they would make the playoffs. And then I thought they wouldn't after Paul Millsap went out, but they somehow managed to survive. So that move could definitely work, you know? Yeah,
2: I, I think it would be it, – it, depending on what the, the constructs of the deal are, it could be good. The biggest problem for Denver is they just extended Gary Harris. They, um, because of the, there's something weird about Jokic's contract where they either – have to extend him next season, or they risk him being an unrestricted free agent the next year. And I'm not sure exactly Mm -hmm. why that is. Maybe because he was such a late second-round pick, and that's how his contract was negotiated. Um, But so they have to extend him next year, too, because you don't want to risk him leaving, because he's he's probably your best player. See, I looked at Detroit... There's nothing that Detroit can give me that would make me want to do that trade if I'm Charlotte. Because, yeah, you got Luke Kennard. Okay. Well, I got Malik Monk. Like, why do I want Luke Kennard if I've already got Malik Monk? Yeah, no. It doesn't make you any sense. That. Yeah. So, and, like, Stanley Johnson, like, he's only got two years left. Yeah. He's underachieved thus far. Um, I mean, I know you could give me a first-round pick. I don't want to take Reggie Jackson. So, you <laughs> know, <laughs> I I just don't yeah, think I don't I think there's really a trade there in Detroit. I think Detroit would benefit <laughs> greatly from having Kimba. I just don't I don't think there's anything there for Charlotte that's worth a damn. Um so uh but yeah, I I do kind of like the Jazz. Uh I thought it was interesting. Um The Ringer uh one of my favorite podcasts by the way. Um they had a the little Ringer. segment uh The Ringer. Uh, they had a little segment on their NBA uh, Ringer show. Uh, I think it was last night or the night before, where they just pulled names out of hats and then pulled teams out of a separate hat. And so the um, the woman who was on there uh, drew Kendall Walker and the LA Clippers. So she had to, to mm-hmm. like she had to work out a deal for Kimmel Walker to be traded to the Clippers. Now here's the kicker. The Clippers don't own uh, a pick that they can send out until 2021 because the, the the Celtics own their 2019 first rounder. Now it's lottery protected and it's only protected for one year. So if it does not convey in 2019 and instead becomes a second round pick, only one second round Mm -hmm. pick, mind you. Um, so, like, here was my little idea for that. Trade uh, – the, the Boston Celtics have a player exception. So you could trade Lou Williams. Uh, they have an $8 million player exception from, uh, from the Gordon Hayward injury in which they can use that to either trade or sign a player for up to $8 million. Uh, only if that player has one year left on his contract. Lou Williams has one year left on his contract for $7 million. You could trade Lou Williams. They could use that player exception. You could get back your draft pick, and then you could send pieces over to, uh, to Charlotte with maybe 2018 and a 2020 pick back to get Kimball Walker back. I think you would have to give up two first rounders, like heavily protected, but I think you would have to give up two first rounders because of what other talent that you would have on that team. Um, but I was I was really proud of myself for coming up with that. They didn't come up with that. I came up with that. Um, they didn't even know that that Boston ended their 2019 pick. But what are you gonna do? Um, <laughs>
1: <I'm>,
2: <laughs> I get so pompous about this stuff because I've like poured through. I know every single pick that every single fucking team owns for the, like next twenty seasons.
5: Yeah, scary. that's
2: just I, yeah. It, well, it's 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 a disease, man like alcoholism. <laughs> it's a little more productive though. Um, but Jawan, uh, Juwan, if you had to pick any other team who would you pick?
3: Well uh I was gonna say the Clippers but uh now cool. I'd seem like I'm just hopping on the train of your good idea so <laughs> you don't want to hop on I'm my bandwagon Well no 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 I don't want to here's like the thing guy it would be a really it'd
2: be a really difficult trade to pull off are you really that much better for it? Like, I came up with it because that yeah. was the, the the nature of the game. No, but like there, I honestly you think Lou Williams care. is like playing better than Kemba Walker,
1: so he, <laughs> he is. The
3: he is. But he is. There's not a foundation. Um, th- that that is that is the the honest truth. I was kind of looking at it like if you're Boston, Boston would never give up that pick. But if you think about it and you think about, all right, we, we're well, looking at but how, here's the thing, how it's, wishy-washy the
2: it's uh, – But, like, here, it's top 14 protected, so it's lottery protected. Right. And if it doesn't yeah. convey, then it becomes a second rounder in, like, 2020 or 2021. I think it's 2020. So it becomes the LA so Clippers' 2020 second round pick, and there is definitely no guarantee that the Clippers are making the playoffs next year. So like if you right, can get Lou Williams
3: saying. now, you
2: that's
3: would give what I'm up saying. that If pick. you're Boston, you're looking at how wobbly Cleveland looks, and you're like, "That's really our biggest like hurdle uh, between is you know scoring. us and the finals." So it's like, yeah, well, and I mean, it's just Tyrese, and your biggest Lou hurdle Williams. for your
2: season is scoring the fucking basketball because your defense is great. You just can't fucking score enough to save yourself, and Lou Williams helps out immensely in that department.
3: He does, but I tell you this: if your biggest obstacle is Cleveland, you don't really have to worry about scoring. It's kind of look like it's pretty easy to do that against them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you're right that. wouldn't that. be the biggest thing. You'd be thinking more so Golden State. You need all that scoring for, but yeah, yeah no, honestly, if, sure. if if there was somehow a, a way for that to work, um, I would definitely, if I'm all three teams, find a way to pull a trigger on that. But uh, the most the most realistic uh, place outside of hopefully New York um, is definitely uh, right. Denver. I don't want I don't want uh, Utah only because I kind of want the ball to be in Donovan's hands a lot. Right. Sure. Um, and I don't I don't I think Kemba kind of yeah, takes I, I away like from that. that a little bit. Um, yeah. So Denver I kind would be of the agree. I think Harris plays better of off New ball. York. Yeah, I think Gary exactly. Harris is
2: a better off ball player. I I agree. I like I like the ball in Donovan Mitchell's
3: hands. So and I think Kimba would yeah. take away from that a little bit. So yeah, I'm, I'm going oh, with yeah. Denver A lot. because it it definitely uh, helps them as far as scoring while uh, while Millsaps out. Um, and Kimba can kind Kimba can give you a couple wins, um, you know, while while Millsaps out. So that would definitely help. But well, if you're asking me, um, what trade I want to happen, it's definitely that next one.
2: Yeah, well, and the thing with Denver, too, Denver (laughs) is like the better version of the Phoenix Suns, because Denver, they are another team that just has so many assets. They have so many young assets. They have, they have Will Barton. They have Derry Harris. They have Juan Herning Gomez. They have the only place that they're really weak is the three. They have like six power forwards who are all decent, like except for Darrell Arthur. That guy's a fucking bum. He, he's literally got a negative (laughs) player efficiency rating. And (laughs) like, that is the worst, that is the worst, uh, seven figure contract in the NBA. I thought it was Kyle Singler, but nah, it's Darrell Arthur. Um, but, uh, (laughs) but no, um, they, they have a lot of young pieces, young assets that they can move. um, I think they, I, I think they kind of got screwed on that Nurkic deal. Um, granted, Plumlee has worked out for them okay, but um, I don't know. I, I think I would still rather have Nurkic right now and be able to use him as trade bait. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Um, I, I also, I know it's crazy, but I also kind of like the Magic, um, just because I think. Well, here's the thing. I think. Um, and I can't remember what the exact parameters of the trade were, but essentially uh, it would involve getting Jonathan Isaac, Alfred Payton, um, and the rights to swap picks with the Magic. So, like, you, you wouldn't get their draft pick, but if they ended up with a higher pick, you could swap with them. Um, and then if you're the Magic, you'd get Kim Walker and Frank Kaminsky, and then there would be a, a a bunch of other pieces in there to make to make the money work. I think I had uh Dwight Howard going back to um Orlando and uh uh Charlotte taking uh Bismack um because Giombo makes going like, back to Charlotte. Think,
4: uh, did he
2: play in Charlotte before <laughs> yeah, he got drafted
4: by Charlotte?
2: Oh, did he? Yep. Well, there you go. It's it's homecomings for everybody. So. Um but no, I mean I I I don't know. I I it, that's, a, that's more of a pipe dream. But anyway, let's move on. We're already an hour in, and we've only gotten through two fucking topics. We've got to speed this shit Jesus. up, guys. Yeah. Um, Jason Kidd, he's been fired by the Milwaukee Bucks. The Bucks ranked 11th in offense, which is pretty good, 26th in defense, which is pretty fucking bad, and 21st in plus mm-hmm. minus, which is not good. And we're just above 500 under the season with Jason Kidd. Fellas, two questions. One. Should Jason Kidd have been fired or should he have been given more time? And two, now that he has been fired, who would you like to see replace him if not this year, then next year? Joel.
4: I'm going to say, um, damn. I don't like the idea of firing Jason Kidd. I thought it was a little too soon because they were not even at full strength. And Giannis was like hurt. He's been hurt for like how many games now? Um, I don't even know if he came back yet, but it, they did it while he was away, and it's like I kind of felt like it was messed up. But at the same time, they are kind of disappointing considering we. Yeah, dude, I expected them to be right considering I had them a little higher than where they are right now. Four yeah, like eight, and game. I had them around. Right, yeah. I had them around four or five, but I didn't yeah. at eight and barely at eight. You know, that's that's the sad part. They're only two games above five hundred, so it's like. Yeah, they've been disappointing, and that's why when the news came out, I was shocked, but at the same time, not very – like, the shock went away pretty quick. I'm like, yeah, I guess they have kind of disappointed. Uh, and it's, and they're surprisingly not good on defense. I'm like, how? They're so goddamn long. How are you this right. How is that not working out for
2: you? Like, and, I don't get how that's And you working. don't have your worst defender on the court, Jabari
1: Parker. <laughs> right, exactly. You no excuses.
4: What the fuck? <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, that, I, I'm a little disappointed. I would probably – let me see. We got to go for a defensive coach. So, like, I think one of y'all like, mentioned Fisdale. I think I'm down with that. If you say Fisdale goes down yeah. that way, that's not a bad p- place for him to go. Yeah,
2: my only concern with Fisdale would be the fact that he had his problems with Gasol. So – and I'm not saying okay. that, would, that would translate to problems with Giannis. I would just – I would really, if I was the Bucks management, I would really want to sit down with Fisdale and be like, well, "What was the problem with Gasol?" So we can make sure that that's not a problem with Giannis. But I don't think that that is a deal breaker because I think that that's something that could be managed. Um, right. And none of us know, none of us know what the problem was with Gasol, so we can't really say that that problem would translate to Giannis. Um, right. And let's be honest, like Giannis is. Way better than Gasol. Freak. So, like, you know, there's way two different players. Um, and and you know, for for Gasol to have the star player moniker, um, it's, it's a it's. I mean, I guess, but only by default. Like, he's only your star player by default. Um, so, right. you know, but but no, I agree. I I like David Fizzi I like David Blatt. Um, I think David Blatt deserves another uh, chance in the NBA.
4: Not a bad I idea. See,
2: I mean, I could see him uh he he's he's a smart coach. Um, he runs good schemes. I could see him working out. Uh but anyway, uh Jawan, what are your thoughts on Kid being fired and who would you like to see replace him?
3: Um, Kid definitely should have <clears throat> uh he had to go. Mainly because that team that team necessarily wasn't it, I, I won't say the, the issue of wasn't living up to what um what the expectations were. The team not only didn't really have an identity, it just it, there wasn't like an upward progression. I felt as though that team was going right, and, um you know, and it was just like they need you need a new a new voice in that locker room. Uh, but you should have waited to the end of the season, mainly because of the relationship Giannis had with Jason King. Um, you should have just given him that. Uh, give your star player that. Um but as far as a replacement, I agree with Joel, um, mainly because I wanted Fisdale for New York, but then I then someone said something about like Mark Jackson and I'm like, Yeah, I'd prefer Mark Jackson. Um, but I do like okay. your idea of, of David Blatt. Um, I never had an issue with David Blatt. I think it's hard to I, I think it's hard for anyone outside of Greg Popovich to coach LeBron James. I don't right. think that was the, the, the best uh first place for David Black to end up. Um I also like uh Mike Brown. Maybe bring in Mike Brown, have Mike Brown get in uh with those guys. Sure. Um he's yeah. definitely someone who is defensive minded. He'd know what to do with those long bodies. He's um, likeable. Um Yes, very likable. Um So he's definitely a candidate I'd like to throw out there. But um, I I love Joel's idea of of Fizzle, and I love your idea of David Black because I do not think he gets enough uh, respect uh, because of the fact that I think LeBron kind of kicked him out of the NBA. Um, So I definitely do think he deserves a a fair shake at at coaching uh, an NBA team again. I'd even say maybe uh, send him down to Phoenix. Let him resurrect the, the Phoenix Suns. I like that.
2: I think I like that even um, more than Milwaukee. I think that'd
3: be really good. I yeah. think that'd be yeah. really good. But if if I had to choose Milwaukee's next coach, sorry not to eat up all the time, I would go with Mike Brown.
2: Yes, yeah, I still <laughs> like David Fisdale the best, um, just because I feel like Milwaukee is the kind of city like Memphis or like a mm-hmm. Detroit that's just like a grind city. Um, and I just think David Fisdale perfectly – Fits that culture. Um, I don't think they able the ever fit that though, culture. Sure. The grind
3: mentality. Because I agree with you. I agree with you with, with the mentality of that. I just don't see a player on there that has the grit like the Memphis, like some of those Memphis guys do. So mm-hmm. I think Mike Brown would just I, find a I fun think, way. He'd find I not think, necessarily a I fun think, way, but he'd find a, a better way defensively for those guys to go about playing basketball. I don't the know, grit, I, think, I don't necessarily see.
2: I think Eric Bledsoe, Chris Middleton, and Giannis Antetokounmpo would all disagree with you. I think those are all potential grit players. That you just
3: didn't really get that you're out saying of. potential, so you're saying they're not they don't have the grit yet. No, you're I think they'd have I to think get Eric Bledsoe I think Eric Bledsoe has
2: proved his grit. Like
3: I think the whole I team. think
2: Chris Middleton has proved his grit. I think that Giannis um, has the potential for it. And I think he's proved it in spades or uh, uh, he's proved it in, in bits and pieces. Um, but mm-hmm. like you have the foundation of a team there that could be really gritty. I mean, to me, the biggest thing is like you're, I totally agree that they should, should like Jason Kidd should not be coaching that team. Yeah. Um, I understand why they let him go when they let him go, because you didn't want to keep him and then have him win a playoff series and then have to justify the firing. Like, you didn't want him. You didn't want him, and you didn't want, like, some kind of reason to come up later where it made it harder to make that decision. So I get that. Um, But, like, they've got some big decisions coming up. Do you re-sign Shabari Parker? Are you willing to go into the luxury tax to re-sign a guy who's torn his ACL twice? That is huge. Like, um, like I want to have my head coach in place to get some feedback and and see what like so like as much as I, the reports that I've heard are they don't plan on bringing somebody in this year, they plan on just writing it out and then bringing somebody in next year. I'd be looking to bring in somebody like just clear out the staff. Like what what what's so important about this year? You're sitting at eighth. You're sitting at eight. If you don't make the playoffs, like, you get a good draft pick. Like, your pick, like, like why not, like, just go ahead and do it? Like, um, I, although I will say this, I don't I don't remember exactly what the protections are for the pick that could go to Phoenix. But here's the other thing. If you go ahead and convey that pick to Phoenix, that opens up flexibility for the future. So, like, I, I want to say it's It only conveys to Phoenix if it's four through 16. Um, So if you don't make the playoffs, Phoenix gets your pick. as long as you don't win the lottery, if you win the lottery, you get to keep it. Um, So like, like just go ahead and like blow up the whole coaching staff, get your, get you a new staff in there. um, And, and really like start working with that staff on what you want to do moving forward. Like, I don't I don't think this team is in a position where like say Cleveland where you have to like well we can't we can't like or even OKC where it's like we can't like move too many pieces and parts around because we have to do something this season. No you don't. Like, you don't have to do anything this season. Like you still got right. all of your major players under contract um at least through next year. Like go ahead and get your guy in. And yeah, I'd would go, I'd go with Sisdale. I think uh I think um Blad is another guy that I like. I like Jeff Van Gundy. Um, as much as I would hate for him not to be calling games anymore because he's like my favorite uh, play-by-play guy um, on any network, um, I, I think he would be a good person um, who could possibly uh, fit in with that team. Um, so, I, like, here's the thing. Basically what I'm getting at is I agree that they should have fired Kid. I agree that they should have fired kid when they did if they are going to go ahead and bring in a new coach. If you're going to play out the rest of the season, then no, I don't agree with it. Like if you're going to fire him now, go ahead and purge your staff, fire find him. a replacement, figure let them get their staff together. Like I know it's a it's a big thing to go through, but you got the All-Star break coming up. Um, you use that time, you hire somebody over the all-star break, and then you come in from the all-star break with a new staff and a new direction, and you go from there. Like, that's just... It, like, if you're going to fire in mid-season, you might as well figure out what you're going to do um, and and not take, you know, six months to figure it out. That's just my opinion. Um, but, yeah, I uh, I definitely... My, my my first choice would definitely be David Fisdale, as long as when you sit down and you hash out with him about what happened with he and Marcus it wasn't something that you think would be a problem with he and Giannis. As long as you don't have any worries about that, Fisdale is definitely my guy. Uh, but let's move on. The Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh, my God, they I don't even know where to fucking start. <laughs> they They had a team meeting. They're reportedly resulting in a lot of finger pointing, particularly at Kevin Love. Uh, the players, many players on the team thought Kevin Love was faking an illness and left the OKC game um, and didn't show up to practice the next day, and they were upset about that, though they weren't upset about, you know, Derek Rose leaving for months.
4: <laughs> um,
2: I IT not a thing, also... man. Nobody
4: gets mad at Derek Rose. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. Um,
2: their, uh, it is also catching heat for for just you know pounding the ball and not passing enough. Uh, in addition, LeBron James preemptively congratulating himself via Instagram in the third person, no less, for joining the <laughs> thirty thousand points club. Uh, all of this, meanwhile, too, like two or three weeks shy of of um, uh, of Coach Lu saying that. Uh, they need to set aside their uh, personal agendas. And if congratulating yourself for reaching the 30,000 points club via Instagram uh, in the third person doesn't qualify as a personal agenda, I don't know what does. Um, uh, and uh, I, I guess you all can see where I side on this issue. Um, and then also, God, even a throw on it today, uh, apparently now Dan Gilbert wants to sell the team. Uh, Ty Lue uh, reportedly uh, said that Kevin Love was not to blame for the OKC loss. That if he had been in the game, they might have given up 170 points. <laughs> like way to way
1: to
2: way to get way to get your guys back by throwing him under the bus, Ty Lue. <laughs> and. Uh, God, I'm probably missing about three other things. What the hell is going on with the Cleveland Cavaliers,
4: Mm, Nick, um, let me break it down for you. Um, they're a colossal mental fuck up of a team. Um, <laughs> right. I really don't know how else to explain it because they're not a bad team in they Their players. On paper, right? On paper, they're not a bad team. They've shown that they can play well, even this year. They've shown glimpses of it, and yet they went from bad to good to bad again. Will they be good again? I don't know. Mainly because they're just so dysfunctional, and there's so much I don't know. And it's your fault, not mine. That they're they're, it's a drama team, and it's not a a team that's that's not gonna do. It's not gonna help their situation, you know. That's why I feel, no matter who they add or don't add, it's not gonna matter because they're they're fucked up in the head. <laughs> they're not they're not gonna that's not gonna improve because there there there's still too much drama going on inside. Now it's possible look, I'm never gonna count out LeBron ever, but at the same time, this is I'm gonna blame him because in my opinion, you put this team in flux. Now the team at Everyone thinks you're leaving, and you gave them no reason to think otherwise. So right. they, it's hard to prepare for the future when they don't know what to do. Do you, do you go all in now and sacrifice the future, or do you – you, now you got to play cautious because if he leaves, he leaves us again like he did last time. He leaves, them, he leaves them in flux, and they're like, oh, well, now we're screwed again and we lost our best player and we have nothing to show for it. And that's that's kind of the problem they're in, and it's it's kind of his fault for it. It's just such a mess, and like, oh, there's so much drama going on behind the scenes that we probably don't even know about. It's just it's annoying at this point with that team. Let me
2: ask you this before I move on to Juwan: mm-hmm. um, How much blame do you think Kevin Love actually like deserves in this this situation? Any, um, or or a lot, or just a small amount, or what?
4: Bro, if they were winning, there'd be no fucking argument.
2: Well, yeah, but they're not winning. So how much? How much blank? Like, because if you listen to the media, like Kevin Love is like a guy getting thrown under the bus, which he, it's, he, it's 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 like he always is since he's joined that. Seems that way. Yeah, but like, how much blame do you the think he actually deserves? It. Do you think he really deserves? Um, any blame, or a little bit, or maybe a uh, lot, not, or what?
4: I'm not going to say he deserves a lot at all. Um, Maybe a little, because you are one of the better players on the team, so I expect you to step up and be some type of leader, right? I, I know you're there, and you're you're an all-star, and you're an all-star this year. So you have to take responsibility for the team, too. and that's, I know it's LeBron's sure. team, but you are one of the best players on the team. So you are in somewhat responsible as well. You can't, you're can't. you technically one of the captains, even though they're not technically the captains. Um, and maybe that's the problem. Maybe he's not vocal enough. He's not friendly enough because he's more of a by him. He's a, he's a me guy. He likes to do his own thing. And apparently that's just the, the way he is. And maybe that's not how everybody else is. And that's why everyone's so distant and so easy for, for them to point fingers at him. So I'm not going to put everything on him. Obviously not. But he's got he's to take some of it.
2: Yeah, I, I, I almost – I would almost say he deserved none of it. Um, simply and, – and it's not, not because of his play hasn't been like, – like his defensive play has obviously always been under um, scrutiny.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, Sketchy. But it wasn't his call to move him to center. It wasn't his call mm-hmm. to, um, you know, uh, to to, you know, give up all of his shots to go to IT. It wasn't his mm-hmm. call for anything that is really the crux of their problems. So, like, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess he deserves a little bit, but he deserves, like, the least amount, in my opinion. But, like, of course he gets he gets so much more blame than he actually deserves. And, any, you know what, props to Kevin Love. We love you, Kevin. Like, you, you wear it. Like like a badge of honor you like the way he puts up with so much shit in Cleveland is is ridiculous mm-hmm.
1: um That's
2: but uh, yeah, yeah, um but uh Jawan, what are your thoughts on Cleveland, and I want to ask you specifically this um I'm sure'cause you you watch first take um and you are a I black person time. and are on our panel <laughs> um and are the only black person on our panel. What do you think about, like, uh, Stephen A.'s take that, like, black people don't like Kevin Love, basically? I mean, that's basically what he said.
0: Um,
3: actually, uh, I want to start off by saying um, Kevin Love deserves none of the blame. Literally none of Thank them. you. Thank um, no, you. <laughs> not, not only has he, from day one, put his head down and done his job, he has constantly been asked to do things he is uncomfortable with. Um, playing defense has never been something Kevin Love has been good at. Never. Not in Minnesota. Not when he first got there. Not when you re-signed him. And definitely not now. It's just never <laughs> been Kevin right. Love. So when you move him to a position that is pivotal of him being a good defensive player, that is your fault, not his. Right. Anyway, um, he does not deserve the blame. Uh, part of what the Cavs uh, mess is, that locker room was divided about Kyrie. Uh, a lot of those guys did not like uh, what went down with the Kyrie situation, and a lot of them did side with Kyrie. Uh, we look Long at server. it, we always say, well, LeBron, LeBron's always in a lot of pictures with his teammates, so they all love him. Most of that locker room was heavy on Kyrie. Who was one of the guys that was heavy on Kyrie? Kevin Love. Kevin Love and Kyrie were closer than Kyrie and LeBron were. So Kevin Love now lost the only person that was ever somewhat nice to him. (laughs) So now he's sitting in that locker room (laughs) with guys that are literally waiting to shit on him any and every chance that they get. Um, Isaiah Thomas also being someone who pounds the, the, the ball too much. Um, It was accepted with Kyrie because Kyrie not only would start games for you, but he'd finish them for you. Isaiah Thomas hasn't been there long enough for us to get a big enough sample size on what a fully healthy Isaiah could do for that team. So I think the idea of him having the ball too much, it's kind of what you should have expected when you got him. I mean, as soon as you got him, he said he wanted to average 30 points a game. Did you think he said that to be funny? No, that is Isaiah Thomas. He meant that. So, again, Cleveland getting in another situation that they knew before they got in it, but now they're in it and they're complaining about it. Um, And as far as what Stephen A. Smith was saying, that black people don't like Kevin Love, that is hilarious. But I don't think that's necessarily true. I just think it's the point of of the, the interests are different between... Uh, majority of that locker room, and Kevin Love. He seems like a guy that kind of keeps to himself. That's how Kyrie is. He keeps to himself. He is not a guy that necessarily wants to – LeBron and these guys are all over with fashion, with their wives, with their girls, their kids, and stuff like that. That's not Kyrie, and that doesn't seem to be Kevin Love either. They a rather Allen of group, right?
4: He's a Netflix and chill yeah. guy.
3: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, this is all something – that Kevin Love just seems to not be fully comfortable with, and now that Kyrie's gone, the only person that was somewhat uh, close to him, um, there is no one that has Kevin Love's side, and that's obvious. Anytime you let a guy who just got here disrespect someone who's been with this team for three or four years, that shows you that that locker room is not behind uh, Kevin Love, like, at all. Right. For Isaiah yeah. Thomas and Jay Crowder to come in as newbie and totally disrespect Kevin Love means LeBron wasn't behind him, means J.R., Shumpert, Tristan, none of those guys are are, are behind Kevin Love. Uh, I think that team is looking for a fall guy, and because Kevin Love refuses to uh, speak poorly about that organization to the media, he is the perfect fall guy. Um, But what's wrong with this team cannot be fixed by a trade, like Joel said. Um, I don't even think this is something of, because people keep saying it's an on and off switch. They do have a point of the Cavaliers – since LeBron came back to Cleveland, I believe, usually struggle in the month of January. But it's never this bad. This is like right. when he first got to Miami kind of bad. How like They just didn't look like they should be playing together kind of bad. Now that team found a way to make it work because there's no way you play for Pat Riley and you don't get that shit under control. Um, right. But this is a different time. I do believe that, and, and this is the last point I'm going to make if I kick it back to you, Nick. I do believe LeBron is okay with his legacy. He is okay with the idea of the amount of rings that he has, the amount of uh, finals appearances that he has. Um, he is looking for numbers. I believe Dwayne Wade does not care at this point. He's just happy to play with LeBron. Uh, and I think a lot of these guys are content, and they're playing like it. Uh, we always say defense is, is usually, unless you're like Isaiah's height, is usually an effort thing. So if you're playing horribly, usually historically horribly, um, on defense, it is usually an effort thing. And I see a lot of their plays, uh, them losing to a Spurs team without Kawhi, without Paul uh, uh, Pau Gasol, and without Rudy Gay, to me, is, and without Manu, is mind-boggling. Um, I, I don't get that. I don't get how uh, they weren't able to pull things together to at least win yeah, the, game. Yeah, or just not being competitive. You know, yeah, like, I can I understand think, you losing, think but you weren't even competitive. Right. Agreed. Um, and I don't think it's a matter of them turning on the switch. Uh, what, I, what I told you guys earlier, that this is the year, if any year, to dethrone LeBron. If I'm Kyrie and the Boston Celtics, I'm just looking at this like, yeah, yeah, we can do it. We definitely can do it. Um, and honestly, I don't think the outside of, you know, take Kyle Lowry out of this scenario, I don't think the Raptors are getting enough uh, recognition for how well they're playing. They're not the same typical Raptors that we've seen year in and year out. They look different, um, uh, and they're playing a lot differently. Um, But I will say the the only way to fix this team is not to to, to trade away everything. Honestly, at the end of the day, I think you need to go to LeBron and say, listen, if you're going to leave next year, let, let, let's not wait. How about you just leave now? Trade that away. Do it, you know, like Joel was. You and Joel was saying before. Maybe blow up that entire team and 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 start from from the bottom up. Because honestly, if you think about it, even if LeBron does get you to the finals this year, they're gonna lose, and then he's out. So I mean, you might as well see mm-hmm. what you can trade LeBron for now. Completely blow up that team. Trade away all your best assets. No trade
4: clause. and rebuild. Yep. LeBron has no trade loss. Yeah. yeah. Sit down. Mm-hmm.
3: With, so, sit down with them. Tell them, "Listen, you want to leave anyway. So why not we'll try to get you to the Lakers if you want to go to the Lakers. We'll try to the the team a, team yeah, tell to us to. tell us where you want to go." Yeah, that's but, what I'm saying. No, tell us I mean, where you want to go and we'll make it happen. Yeah. I mean, I, I I do
2: kind of agree with you in that since I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's going to happen in the off season. Um but yeah, I mean, there's just so much wrong with them um as far as uh as far as Stephen A's comments, I just think it's funny because I, I, <laughs> of course the guy would have to bring like race into the, the the conversation. Kevin loves like the token white guy on the team. He he can't he can't gel with like you know the brothers. Um, like that's. That's ridiculous, man. Like that has nothing to do with it. Because like I like I mentioned Ray Allen earlier. I literally look at Kevin Love like Ray Allen. Like they, they, they're the same because they're the same kind of player. Like they don't they like you said they're quiet. They don't really get involved with the rest of the team as far as like like you know super bonding and all that kind of stuff. Um, but they're they're really important to that team. And the thing is, like, yeah, Kevin Love's not good at defense, but I don't think any of us would ever accuse Kevin Love of not trying. Like, that's the thing. Like, LeBron, you can look at, like, and maybe it's just because he's played so many minutes and he's 33 years old and he's, you know, he's whatever. But, like, you can look at LeBron and say, well, like, you just didn't try, like, on so many plays over well, the you past You could look at that months. whole
3: team and say that you're not even trying. Yes. Except for Kevin Love. No one on that team... Kevin Love always tries. No one on that team really is playing good defense. Yeah. But, like, Kevin
2: Love is not as a fault of not trying. It's just, like, he's white and he can't play great defense. (laughs) Like, (laughs) he can only give you so much, man. Um, But, like, nevertheless, even aside from that, like, I had to bring it up. I'm kind of sorry I even did at this point. Um, But, like... Yeah, no, I agree with you um, tenfold, Juan. Like, this team isn't – and you, Juwan, this team is in utter disarray. Like, they, there's, there's like, no quick fix to fix this team. Um, there's so many different problems with them. And I just want to say this real quick um, because I mentioned it in the lead-up and none of y'all really mentioned it. You'll mention everything else. Um, LeBron, like – congratulating himself via Instagram (laughs) for preemptively for reaching the 30,000 points club. Like, dude, like, what are you fucking doing, man? Like, that is, like, I don't have I'm not like a LeBron hater. I'm not a LeBron um, I'm not like a super fan either. Um, I, I, I like to think of myself as kind of even keel. I think he's one of the three best Players who have ever played the game being LeBron, MJ, and Kareem in no particular order. Um, like, he is remarkable. Um, but, like, to congratulate yourself like that when your team is going through such a bad spell and everything else, it, it just seems real petty and and. and not the thing to do at this current juncture um, that's, that's just my opinion but I, I don't think that was very smart on his part um, and, and yeah Kevin Love's not to blame and you need to trade IT if you can because man I've said it from the beginning he, he's not helping you beat Golden State because he can't guard anybody Like, what are you going to fucking have him like, obviously he can't guard Steph Curry uh, what are you going to put him on, on, on fucking Clay Thompson I'm like, a foot taller than him. Like, there's no way. Like, he he ain't going to help you. I T needs to be on a fringe playoff team that he can help make the playoffs um, and win games and, you know, not have that much riding on his shoulders. Like, that's where his role is perfectly set, and that's where he's going to fetch the most amount of money. Um, But anyway, let's move on to Cavs. They're pursuing George Hill via reports. George Hill, which is, like, the one that's that's seemingly indefinite at this point. Um, Lou Williams, DeAndre Jordan, and Kent Bazemore before the trade deadline. Those are, like, the four names that have been out there. Um, None of these people are going to help them. I think Kent Bazemore helps them the most because Kent Bazemore is, like, 27 and actually can play defense. He is shooting, like, 39 38 39% from three, um, which is respectable. Um, it, like, to me, he makes the most sense as far as he's still kind of – he's in his prime. Um, George Hill, not in his prime. Lou Williams doesn't play defense. DeAndre Jordan can't play – doesn't do well against the Warriors. Like, n- none of those names – means shit to me. Uh, What are your thoughts on that, Joel? I mean, dude, like, we'll put it this way. Like, if you're making a move, like, just to make a move because you want to try and compete, but, like, you're still one foot in, one foot out as whether you should, like, go all in or not, like, why wouldn't you just stand pat? Like, why would you give up, like, anything to get any one of those players who are going to either – Cost you assets or cost you more salary in the future or now? Like just like, either go in, go big or go home, as we used to say back in the nineties, right,
4: Joel? Damn sure we did. I usually went home because <laughs> I like home. But um, <laughs> um, look, it, man. Like, like I told you earlier, like I don't think there's much they could do. Uh, to help their situation, they're kind of stuck. They're kind of stuck right now. Um, George Hill isn't a bad player, in my opinion. I, I just think he's on the Kings and he's not having a good year on the Kings. I think he'll play better on the Cavaliers. Um, but that doesn't mean shit because that's not going to really move the needle for them any, either way. There, no. Um, and they haven't really adapted. They they still haven't fully adapted to all the new guys they got this year. Anyways, so you want to bring another new guys and you already have right two point guards on the list, you're going to trade away who? Uh, it's not going to be one of your point guards, so you're going to have, like, four point guards. What happens to Rose? Are you going to use Rose? Are going to sit Rose? Are going to Calderon? Are you going to yeah. cut Calderon? Like, you know, like, I don't know. Baysmore's a good get, too, because he can't play any better. I mean, he can't play worse than what J.R. Smith has been doing this year, so he's been disappointing. Right. Um, so that'd be a good get for sure and definitely would help uh, in the playoffs, but again, is it going to really move the needle all that much? Probably not. So, I mean, this is, again, they got to figure it out internally first if they want they want to fix this season because there really isn't much they can do outside.
2: Yeah. I mean, not with those guys anyway. Um,
4: no, definitely not.
2: Yeah. Jawan, what are your thoughts?
3: Uh, same sentiments. Uh, <laughs> none of those moves uh, make you better than the Warriors. And at this point in time, you're only looking to be better than the Warriors. Um, I, do, I do think that team, the Cavs, feel like they can get past the Raptors and the Celtics. Um, I wouldn't if I were them. I wouldn't sleep on Boston. But I do feel as though they have that mentality. Like, uh, trade or no trade, we can get past the, uh, the Celtics. But I do agree with Joel. You're having a chemistry era. So when you're having a chemistry era, it makes most sense to put new pieces in a chemistry that's already flawed, I guess. Okay, whatever. Um, But, yeah, uh, there's a disconnect in the locker room, and bringing new people into a rotten locker room doesn't really vote well for anybody. So if I'm them, I guess you have to do it to uh, appease LeBron. But if I'm Cavs, I'm not really making any of those trades.
2: Yeah, I'm not making any of those trades either. Like, I'm only making a trade that I think could be a home run. And what I think could be a home run is going out and get Damian Lillard. Um, now, I don't know if, if obviously, this would completely depend on Portland, but if I could give Portland Isaiah Thomas, Amon Shumpert, who has only one year left on his deal after this year, Channing Frye, expiring contract, Chetty Osman, or Jetty, however you pronounce it. Um Teddy? I don't know. You know, who's, who's a young prospect. You know, we don't really know. I, I don't think anybody really knows how good he is because, you know, if you're a prospect on the Cavs, you don't play. play. Yeah. So, like, maybe maybe he's decent. Um, and the Brooklyn pick for Damian Lillard. Uh, for Damian Lillard and Noah Vonley. Um Noah Vonley is, like, you know, he's experienced, but he's he's entering the last year of his rookie deal. I think if you're in Portland, you don't want to re-sign him because you're already over the luxury tax. Um, and if, if you know, like you had your meeting with Damian Lillard, I, I would assume a lot of that, you know, was like Damian Lillard being like, I want to compete, I want to, I want to have a good team around me. Um, but if you don't think you can put a good team around him, maybe you go ahead and trade him. Um, and I think if you could get that kind of package back, maybe, maybe you do it, maybe not. Like, may, maybe you think you can get something better for him. But, like, you, you, can, you can ride out the season with Isaiah Thomas, see if you want to re-sign him, and depending on how much it's going to cost you. Uh, Fry's coming off the books. Shumpert is off the books after next season. And you get yourself out of the luxury tax. Uh, and maybe Shetty Osmond is something, and then with the Brooklyn pick, you know, you, you take, you know, the best player available. Um, I, I I think that could be a trade that could could maybe come to fruition. Um, I, I, if I'm Portland, like, if I was in charge of Portland, I would do it. Um, if I'm guessing what Portland would do, I'm guessing they wouldn't do it. Um, but what are your thoughts on that? Do you think like let let me say this: that they add Damian Lillard and Kent Bazemore. Um, let's say they trade like J.R. Smith, Ante Zizic, and you know some some. They figure out like the Hawks have their 2019 pick, so maybe they they say we'll give you our 2018 pick. You give us back the 2019. We'll give you the 2020 lottery protected. You know whatever. Uh, there are a million ways they could make that Bazemore trade work. Um, But let's say you get Lillard and Bazemore. Like, to me, that makes the most sense because at least that way, your team is better than it was last year. Um, I still wouldn't favor you against the Warriors, but you're better than you were last year. Because Lillard is the fifth or sixth best point guard in the NBA, whereas Kyrie is like third or fourth. Um, so you're not taking a big hit there. And Basemore is way better like than J.R. Smith, Amon Shumpert, either one of those guys. So Joel, um, like do you think that makes sense to you?
4: Yeah, it makes a lot of sense, uh, for both teams. Uh don't mean I like it. Because <laughs> I kind of sure. think about Fred Because that doesn't mean they're gonna win no finals, and he's gonna get fucking stuck in fucking Cleveland. Cleveland, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's like fuck, Liz. Like it goes from Portland to Cleveland. Let's go back. Let's go to the the Portland of the East, but it's much much colder here. It's like why?
1: Yeah. Um,
4: <laughs> and it's like that's kind of where I kind of draw. That's where my hesitation comes from, like on, on sure. Lillard's side. It's like there's no assurance that this is going to work enough and that there's no future in it. It's just like, all right, we got to win the finals this year or it's not worth it for me. And it's like, how many you got, how many years left on his contract? I'm not really sure. You yeah, know?
2: Like, uh, three three years after this year. He's
4: got a long time left. Yeah. So you, that's what I mean. So you're like stuck. Like, he's stuck, not them. They got a good player in return. They got an all-star point guard back. So, that in their in their regard, they got a good play. Um, they gave up the pick, but for Lillard, it's worth it. And it's like, again, you got to rebuild. And I guess re, he's, what, 27, I think, Lillard. So, yeah. I mean, he's, he's not a guy you're, you don't rebuild around Lillard. He's kind of old at this. You want to win now. So, they're going to probably end up trying to win now with what they got, which is fine, but that, that at best, is a middle-of-the-pack Eastern Conference team, and they're going to be stuck Without in LeBron, you mean. ...to try to know. Right, exactly, because Do you expect them yeah. to stay? That's really what it comes down to. No. And he no, I already nobody said he's nobody an assurance will stay. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, I don't
1: know. Right.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, Juwan, what are your
3: thoughts? <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Oh, man, that hurt. Um, if I'm in Portland, I if you're telling me I have to take back Isaiah Thomas, uh I I'm saying no thank you. Um if I'm Cleveland, uh I need some kind of inkling uh that Damian Lillard would have any interest in signing I guess long term 'cause you don't really want to Well
4: you got him for three years. Oh you three,
3: well, right, exactly. I thought it was only for two. I'm sorry. I thought it was only for two. No, you three. Got okay, for three cool. years so you have him after. for three. All right. Well, yeah, yeah, that's at very least a good tradable
4: asset.
3: <laughs> I was just about to say he's gonna demand a trade the year after LeBron leaves. So. As soon as you, oh yeah, sure, <laughs> but you still
2: don't have to trade him. I mean, if you're Kobe Altman, no, I guess of, you do, no. but you don't have to.
3: <laughs> you don't have to, but what you don't want is a guy like we were saying with Kimba, a guy who maybe who might hear well, no, who might be in a situation that he left one place. Because of, and now he's here, and I just it much colder um, and it's just like all right well I'm stuck here and no one no one wanted to go to Portland people definitely without LeBron don't want to go to Cleveland so it's like I'm not going to attract much and it's like what am I what am I doing here I want to go somewhere else so that'll probably become a little toxic and they'll end up having to get rid of him but if you're talking just a rental to try to help make them better this year with those two uh, those two assets and lillard and um Phase phase more, more. I think it helps them out I think it assures them that they get out of the east. Um but that's yeah. literally it. If 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 LeBron's waking yeah. up every year yeah, starting yeah, if if he's starting his if he's starting his season by saying, Well we at least need to make it out of the East Yeah, it's definitely a problem going on in Cleveland. But yeah, it's it, well, it, it yeah, out the, of the East but nothing else.
2: Yeah, the Warriors are still favored, but I, I, I will say this. I do think if you have Dame and Baze, your team is better than it was last season. Like, because Baze Mm -hmm. is, is better than Just, I mean, I, I hate that we paid him so much money. Um, and I have an ulterior motive here. Like, I want to move Baze. So, like, make (laughs) no mistake about it. Like, like, I definitely have an ulterior motive. um, but like I'm willing to take on J. R. Smith's contract because he has that three point eight seven million dollar buyout in his final year of his contract whereas you're paying Bayes twenty million dollars. Um but uh like Bayes way, way better. Um he I mean, he's like the better version of J. R. Smith. Like, he's he's a better shooter. He like at least in the sense that he takes better shots and makes more of them. Um, he is uh, a way better defender at this point in, in their careers, um, and like just he. I mean, he's just better. Um, and then you know, if you're with Lillard, you know, I mean, he's like I said, he's he's, he's at least comparable to Kyrie Irving. He's not quite the one-on-one player that Kyrie is, um, but he's comparable. Um, So, I mean, I think your team is at least better than it was last year if you make those trades, Um, which I think is, like, the best that you – like, at least – let me say this. At least if you make those deals, um, you could find yourself in a situation where if LeBron leaves, you're like, well, we did everything we could to try and keep him. Like, we gave you a better team than you had the year before, and you still left us. So, like, I mean, I feel like – that would be an appropriate way for for Cavs management to handle this, but like I kind of agree with both of y'all in that because they're Kobe Altman's so green, I, I don't I don't think he's gonna make any good moves. I think he's gonna go get George Hill, and I think he's gonna go get like maybe DeAndre Jordan, um, and you know like his team's going to not be good, and they might get bounced in the Eastern Conference Finals. Like, maybe. I doubt it. I still think LeBron will will take his team in the finals, but then they'll get swept by the Warriors. Um, But nevertheless, let's move on. We got uh, two more topics, and we got about 17 minutes to get through them. Uh, Since we've already talked about, you know, the the, um, Blazers, let's, let's jump towards Damian Lillard requested... A meeting with the Blazers in order to discuss the team's future. Lillard is reportedly still committed to the team if ownership is committed to putting a contending roster around him, which is arguably impossible. Um, but reports indicate that they want to go after DeAndre Jordan. Uh, what, what do you make of all this, uh, Juwan? Is it time to just move on from Lillard?
3: Um, or no, uh any Well no, I say any time well those <laughs> are your two best players. Um also your two best assets as far as the trade uh, trade value. But um anytime a player says that he is willing to stay as long as you're willing to win, uh if if you are capable of putting a better roster, I'm not saying what going out and getting top free agent talent. Yeah, no, but what I'm saying is not going out and getting these huge free agent talents. Just better players at positions that are, uh, that are, like, in dire need of better players in. Um, if you can, like, work some things around so they just have at least better serviceable players, um, then you see if you can do that. If, if you can't, um, you know, by this time next year, then, yeah, you sit them down and you go, listen, we, we just don't have the money. to to do what you want us to do. So we're willing to trade you if you want to be traded. Um, But I don't think you trade them this year. Uh, You you let the year finish out, and if you can't do literally, I mean, anything uh, as far as next year, then around this time next year, then, yeah, let them know, listen, if you still want to go, you can go. CJ, if you want to go too, you can go too, and we'll fire the head coach and just completely bomb everything up and and start from the, the ground up. Um, I, I think that's what you're going to have to do. You kind of did it when Lamarcus Aldridge and those guys left before. Right. Um, that's how you got CJ. So, you know, the, the organization will understand, mm. listen, it, it happened before, so we kind of have to do it again. Um, but yeah, I, I think you hold on to him. And then if next year you can't do anything, let him know if you still want to go. <laughs> we'll, we'll find you somewhere for you to go.
2: Sure. Um, well, you're already 2.8 million dollars into the luxury tax. What if anything can you do? And, and do you think they should just try to move on from Dame and McCollum, or one or the other?
4: I think they're not in the Charlotte position, in my opinion, as I like to call um, I think they have they're they're still a decent team. They're not a good team. They could be way better. They're still a playoff contender at this point, uh, but they need more pieces. They're not going to get anywhere the way they're currently constructed. Wait, wait. You mean uh, a contender for the
2: playoffs, right? Not a playoff. Right, contender. exactly. Yeah, yeah, Okay, Yeah, okay. playoffs, <laughs> Not
4: a championship contender. Like, I mean, like, contender right, 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 as yeah. they're not a lottery team. <laughs>
2: um, right, like, they can make the playoffs. They're not going to win a series, though.
4: Exactly. But that's what I mean. So, they're kind of stuck. They're going to be there, right. and with them, they're going to be that way. They're one of the best backcourts in the league, So, I mean, obviously. But, yeah, I think it's almost time. I think it's like what Joanne was saying. If they're willing to work with them and they're willing to try to get better, no matter what it is, I have no idea what that is yet. I mean, you got to see what's out there and who's willing to budge. But if you're willing to do that, I you, you, you stick it through, but, like, it's almost time. Like, you got to think about it. Like, they rebounded quickly from losing LaMarcus Aldridge, and I don't think anybody really saw that. So, they that's what extended their life uh, as far as it did, or else they should have probably rebuilt it a little bit earlier. But they did um, surprisingly bounce back right at the year after and make the playoffs. So, I was, like, proud of them for that. And they were hoping to build off of that. But, unfortunately, it didn't go the direction they wanted. But they didn't sink into an, an abyss like Charlotte did. So, yeah, they should definitely right. start considering it soon. But I'm not saying it has to be right now.
2: I'm going to throw this out there because I threw the Damian Lillard trade out there. Um, like, I would trade both Game and McCollum um, because I would just, I would just go in on just retool oh, the geez. franchise because you're not. Like, here's the thing: you're not winning with either one of those guys, and they're both great players. And maybe part of this is, is less. Of me, like I think this is what Portland should do, and and maybe a little more. Of just I want to see these guys in in better positions, um, and at least like even if if Lillard got traded to Cleveland, I, I mean at least he would be able to compete for a championship this year. Um, like like
1: <laughs> a of course months.
2: you know LeBron's going to Houston next year, so uh, you know, but but nevertheless, like he'd be able to compete for a championship this year, and then next year he'd be in the same position. Like he wouldn't be in any worse position than he is in in in, in Portland, because um, he'd still okay. like he in my model you'd you'd still have him, you'd still have Baysmore, you'd still have Crowder and Love and Thompson and and um, uh, uh, whoever the other player, Corver, would be the other player they still had on the books. Um, but like, I think they should trade McCollum to Philly, uh, trade McCollum. To Philly for JJ Reddick because he's an expiring contract, 23 million dollars. Uh, uh, McCullough makes like 23.9, I think. Uh, so trade trade for for Redick and get back the Lakers pick, um, which is you know uh, two through five protected. Um, and if you don't get that, you get the Kings pick next year, which is still really valuable. Um, so trade him for that, and I would also want uh Brooklyn's 2018 second rounder um and the Kings 2019 second rounder and m- <laughs> maybe I would even push for like a 2020 second rounder from from the okay, no. uh, Sixers cuz they just have so many second rounders they, It's like dude you you can't you can't possibly you don't have enough roster space to use all of the second rounders so like uh, I don't know. I think even if you don't trade Lillard, I would still make that deal because if you get the, the Lakers pick, like, right now it's, like, number seven. Like, and here's the other thing, too. If you get the Lakers pick this year and the Kings end up being as terrible as they are this year next year and they get the number one overall pick, you get to keep that because that pick is top one protected. Now, if it's number two, you don't get to keep it. But if it's number one, you get to keep it, and instead your pick goes to the uh, Celtics. So, like, like if I could, like, swing that deal, and, like, McCollum would be great for the Sixers. Like, if I was the Sixers, I'd be like, fuck yeah, I'll make that deal. If I could have Ben Simmons, CJ McCollum, Robert Covington, Dario Saric, and Embiid, like, fuck yeah, I'm making that deal. Um because, I mean, he's, he's just – you'd be a great position. What are, what are your thoughts on that trade, um, Joel? Uh,
4: before I go off, uh, even though I, I actually I actually really like it. It's a good, good, good proposal. Um, every time you bring up picks, it's sucks so, my head starts, like, ridiculously, like, it's, it's like you're doing algebra. And it's like that's, – that's, that's so funny because every time – you're, I have to think about your pick knowledge. Cause that is not normal to be able to know that kind of shit about draft picks. It's like, <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> thank you, sir. Um, yeah, that is not, yeah, you can't even look this shit up. That's how, that's how crazy. It is. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> well,
2: actually you can. Um, it's a NBA, uh, you could, NBA, uh, uh,
1: go ahead. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous.
4: <laughs> it's, uh, so I commend you for having that kind of knowledge. Cause I don't know anybody that can do that kind of shit. Um, that um, it's a good it's a good fucking proposal though. Um, especially if they're gonna break it up, that's not a bad way to start it. You get an expiring contract, um, and a pick, and the Sixers are not in the build. Uh, they're out of the process, <laughs> so that now they're, they're 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 reaping the benefits of that shit. So now is a good time to start doing that. You get a, a nice young shooting guard to pair with your giant fucking point guard. <laughs> you're on your side shooting guard. It's gonna work. It would work great. Honestly, I think it would be it would be a really really nice uh, p- trade if it worked out that way. I don't know if it's gonna happen, but it'd be really cool to see it happen for them if Portland decides to blow it up, of course.
2: Yeah, I mean that's the thing. It all depends on Portland. But like, if you're Portland, like, and 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 like to me, Portland and Philly, like with a McCollum deal, it just makes so much sense because Philly has so many assets. And so desperately needs that position filled. Like that is like the one thing they need. They need a guy who can like play off ball and play on ball when when you know Ben Simmons is on the bench, and you know be able to run the offense for you know 15 minutes a game, but then be able to play off ball for the majority of the game. Like McCollum is that guy, like totally, um, and he's like 26. I think, um, so he's like a year younger than Robert Covington. Uh, like, he fits right in with, like, their timeline um, as far as, uh, I mean, I, I know Embiid and, and Simmons are much younger, um, but, like, their, their play is much older than their age. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I just think it makes so much sense. Um, and, and if you're Philly, you just, like, right now you just don't know what you're going to get with Fultz. Like you can't really trade Fultz at this point because his value is so low because his shot is fucked. But, like, you know, if I mean, if you can trade your assets and get somebody, um, you know, who could who could fill the role that you wanted Fultz to have, and then if Fultz does rebound, then you could trade that player or trade Fultz down the line. It just makes a whole lot of sense to me. Joanne, what are your thoughts?
3: Uh, I agree with Joel. It, it is a good trade, but I am thoroughly convinced that you hate the Knicks. Uh, m- most of your <laughs> trades are to make every team better in the Eastern Conference except for the Knicks. Uh, well, that the Eastern ensure... Conference
2: needs to be made better. Well,
3: yeah, Knicks and that can't can't starts be with the Knicks. <laughs> yeah, come on, Nick. What do you What <laughs> do you on, think man. I have? Like, I've got like
2: so many mock trades. With with New Orleans sending Anthony Davis to an Eastern
1: Conference team, like, but not New <laughs> York. Yeah,
3: but not the Knicks. You never want to well, help yeah, out the Knicks, Yeah, because the Knicks, Knicks don't man. have shit in like, Come on. Well, well <laughs> make something work. Anyway, anyway, um, yeah, no, that that'd be a great trade for for Philadelphia. Um, they'd be stupid not to take that phone call and make that trade happen immediately. I will say though, the NBA mm-hmm. desperately misses David Stern. Uh, too many damn crazy trades and signings are happening that <laughs> he would have never let happen. Um,
1: but
3: we yeah, huge uh, was... <laughs> yeah, everything. I don't think you would have let the Durant thing happen. <laughs> I
1: don't is... disagree. <laughs> like,
4: Hell no! What'd you the say,
3: fuck?
1: Nick? <laughs> <laughs> would you say,
4: Nick? I missed what you said. I just said I don't. I don't think Stern
2: would have let the Durant signing happen.
3: Oh yeah, I, I don't I'm think saying. he would have. No, he wouldn't have let a lot of that stuff happen. Yeah. Uh, I think the only trade he would have let happen is the Boston one because on paper that's somewhat of an even swap. You're not, like, no one's somewhat, being completely yeah. shafted. No one's being completely shafted by by that. Um, but, yeah, no, that that's definitely a great trade, and uh, the Sixers would be stupid uh, not to take that trade. It would take them from wherever in the East they are now to, I'd say, if LeBron's gone, maybe top five next year. Yeah, Absolutely. Well,
2: and and again, I think if you're if you're the Blazers, like you you have that draft pick, and like and like I said to me, I would trade both Damian Lillard and uh, McCollum, and then I would have the Lakers pick, and I would have the Nets pick, and I would have Isaiah Thomas. Like I I could afford at that point to pay Isaiah Thomas reasonable money i not going to pay him crazy money, like maybe twenty million dollars a year. Like I ain't paying you more than that. It like uh, like you, and and that's and that's incumbent upon him showing me that he can um, get back to some kind of level of what he was in Boston throughout the season. Um, but even still, you got the like, let's say number seven and number nine pick in the draft. I take the bridges. I take Mikael Bridges and I take Miles Bridges because. McHale can play the two and the three. Miles can play the three and the four. And, like, those two guys together are, like, a great foundation to start with. They're just, like, really, really solid two-way players. Um, You're not going to be good for a while, but you could use those guys to build a foundation. Um, Pair them with Zach Collins and uh, Caleb Swanigan and Shetty Osman, if you got him in that deal, um, you'd have those the, those two good quality second-rounders from Philly. Like, there, there's so much potential in that. Like, I I love rebuilding. I love the rebuilding process. It's probably because I'm a Hawks fan and I've wanted to do it for so long mm. that I've, like, charted all these rebuilding ways that the Hawks could do their shit. And, and you know, they've hit... Hit the mark on on some of them, um, but like I don't know. I think that would be great because it, especially if you kept Isaiah Thomas, you could still keep you could he could still be a quality um, team. Like you wouldn't be you wouldn't be a playoff team, but like with Isaiah Thomas, Evan Turner, Mo Harkless uh Al Amino and maybe you keep Nurkic, maybe you don't, like maybe you don't want to resign him. But even with Myers Leonard, like you'd still be like a like not a not a seller dweller team. Um and with draft reform happening next year you don't have to be. Like you don't have to change. So like you could you could still try to win all your games and everything. Just, you know, put it all out there and do what you can do and have your two young draft picks and whoever else you draft with those later picks. And I don't know. I I think blowing it up for Portland at this point in time, both financially and what you could get back would be maybe what you could do. And mainly because there are not going to be teams in the future who are good teams who own high draft picks because – bad teams are not going to trade their high draft picks anymore. It's not going to happen. That that date is done. That's smart. So mm-hmm. your your window for getting high draft picks from good teams is closing rapidly. So there it is. But anyway, guys, thanks for joining me. Uh, thank you out there, Key Five Nation, for listening. And we will be back next Wednesday. 9 o'clock, as usual. Join us this Sunday. Keep vibes live. Peace.
0: Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then